Warning! The Bone Bad Joe is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out! Welcome to a night of total terror. <laughs> That's Mickey Mouse's penis. I knew it was the terror. <laughs> They don't look to be afraid. They look to be shocked. Here's vagina. It's, did you see Miley Cyrus's globulous breast? Night of the Living Podcast. I yeah. found more syrup on my pants. Bizarre adventure in fear. There was, however, a guy using an experience in shock, more shattering than your strangest nightmare. Night of the Living Podcast. Ass to mouth is fantastic. Yeah. Holy shit, that just happened. What's that bad man doing to my donkey? Get Ginger Krampus. A night of total terror. I can't maintain this level of ridiculousness. They made songs. Night. Of the Living Podcast. My mom listens to For the Bone Bat Podcast, where you can listen to Steve and Gord. It's a kick-ass digital broadcast where we've got dick jokes galore. Bone Bat. Time to make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. Everybody, welcome to Bone Bat Show, episode twenty-four. This is Steve. And this is Gord. How's it going, man? 
Prawn's going pretty good. How about you? Real damn good. I gotta say, I am digging once again on yet another fantastic musical guest for this week. We have uh, New York City's garage rock legends, the Fuzz Tones, with us tonight. Yeah. Great shit. The uh, song you're listening to is Strick Nine. Fantastic tune. Tune also covered by the Cramps back in the day. A song. A tune about uh, taking acid, actually. Is that what it's about? Yeah. I did not know that. I did know that some folks like water and some folks like wine. I like the taste of straight strychnine. <laughs> anyway, that makes a lot of sense as it comes off the album Lysergic Emanations. Ooh, yeah, that's right. We all know about lysergic acid. Exactly. Ah, so I'm in a good mood, man. I'm in a I am in a really good mood because I I finally I figured out my million dollar idea. Your, your million dollar idea? Yeah. Today so is the I'm, day, huh? Yeah. Well, actually, it was a couple days ago I figured it out. But fantastic. Now, I, I don't. Well, are you sure have... you want to share this before you've like copyrighted it or anything? Yeah, I, I need help. Maybe one of our listeners can help me out because I don't actually have the technical expertise to, to pull it off, but I've got the idea. I'm the idea. Well, you've been guy. pulling it off for years. Yeah, but I don't get paid for that. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hence your plan. Exactly. <laughs> See, I, my, my friend Tony sent me something about the way they hooked up a breathalyzer to the iPhone to make... And you download some app, and you can turn it into an eye breathalyzer. And that's what inspired me, that the iPhone is actually a mobile computing device. It's not, it, it could be so much more, and it's got this built-in camera. And if you're going to do laboratory-type work with this thing, you know, testing for alcohol in your, in your breath, why not put it to some really good use for guys like me that have a vasectomy? And every once in a while, you're a little curious. Yeah, I am still sterile, right? I want to make an eye fertility test. So check it out. You're going to use the, the high-res camera on the iPhone to, to analyze your spermatozoa sample. And so you just, you just blow your load on the iPhone, and then somebody, <laughs> one, of, one of our listeners, will write some sort of an app where the camera will analyze. You know, Maybe the camera just takes pictures or video and, and then sends it to, to some laboratory where they they perform analysis of like motility or something, or maybe it'll do chemical analysis. I don't know, but here's a really, really cool part about it. It can be a little, shall we say, sterile to be jerking it on your iPhone. So why not have an app that not only can analyze your semen sample, but based on your web surfing habits, it will go out to the (laughs) internet and download the most appropriate porn to really get you off. So you can like look at your iPhone while you're, you know, doing the deed. It's not odd that you get it could be like a subscription type service. You know, every month you go and you check yourself out, make sure that uh, your little swimmers aren't swimming, or if you're trying to, uh, you know, knock up your significant other, a little analysis to find out if your uh, your swimmers are swimming right. <laughs> that is quite an idea you've got there. Million dollar idea. And why stop there? It, why just for men? Why not have a, a fertility test or a pregnancy test? Pregnancy test for women. They could pee on the iPhone, and then it could... Or see when you're ovulating, you just kind of ram an earbud up you and... Yeah, it wouldn't be an earbud per se, but it would be a bud of sorts. Set the thing to vibrate. Why Why make it unpleasant? Yeah, I, I, I think you have to spend a little more time on this plan, dude. Really? I was thinking I would just get a check. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure about it. You'll have to... 
You know, because then you have to get some sort of a latex skin to get keep your phone from getting all skanky. <gasps> Brilliant. We'll sell the skins, too. Well, yeah, you could do Get that. them endorsed by, like, porn stars. You have a Jenna Jameson skin, and you could have, like, a, <laughs> I don't know. Who are the other ones? <laughs> Sasha Gray skin. Oh, I'm, I'm really liking this idea. Um, I think you should pursue it to its its full conclusion. Get a bone bat logo skin. No, I don't want people jerking off on the bone bat logo. <laughs> you don't already? <laughs> I mean, I don't want anybody else. Oh, okay. Jerking off on the bone bat. <laughs> that would logo. be that would be just, just be creepy. Yeah, that that's my own <laughs> private thing. Oh shit. So, so I'm sorry. Is, is this thing on? Are we starting it? <laughs> yeah, it's we're going. Okay. So great so, idea, dude. I think thanks. I think you should go for it. I'm going for it right now. Except I don't have an iPhone. So in addition to writing the software for this, I need one of our listeners to give me an iPhone. <laughs> Very good. Okay, cool. So am I supposed to start this thing off with my, my political rant? Yeah, uh, if, if that's what you're calling it these days. Yeah, I guess it's the nameless political rant that we shall if call If you can name rant. it, please keep it to yourself, rant. That's right. All right, so I was going to talk about, um, I was going to explain what a credit default swap is and why you should care, but I'm not now. And then I was going to talk well, about Well, hold pirates. on, hold on. You can't just leave me hanging like that because I've been looking at oh. that show note all week going, what the <laughs> fuck is a credit default swap? And why is it going to be the end of civilization as we know it? Yeah. You mean I can't just put that off for another week? I want to talk about something else now. <laughs> okay. We can All we right. can definitely come back to that next episode, I guess. Dude, if the world If the world's been... still here, because, the you know, the kind of the way you put it in the show notes, frankly, I'm a little nervous. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know what? The credit default swap situation is so bad and so massive that it could end civilization as we know it. But really, there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, so... Why not? Why worry? Yeah, you should just understand why society is collapsing around your ears and you're reduced to, you know, walking a donkey with two pots clanging on the side <laughs> instead of driving. Um, let's and have, have, a, no let's have a party. There's a full moon in the sky type of a deal. Exactly. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not going to talk about pirates and why we can't arm freighters right now. I want to talk about, I want to talk about waterboarding. I want to talk about torture, not torture. And, and here's the deal. With waterboarding, I recognize it is torture, and what you know, Japan did it in World War II, we called it torture, we pursued them, it was torture, really. But honestly, when I found out we were doing it as an interrogation technique to try to get information out of these guys that you know could potentially save American lives, I, I did kind of turn a blind eye. I mean, if it's interrogation, we're trying to get information. <laughs> but then, then today I find out that like one of these guys, they waterboarded 183 times. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even read that. <laughs> Over the course of 30 days. It's actually not very funny. <laughs> it's really, really not cool. Um, I don't exactly. So, understand. so, so this was part of the 183 times the charm, <laughs> right? Because. <laughs> Originally, they pushed it as it, it tricks these guys into thinking that they're drowning, so they give up information. I, I don't know, like, after maybe the second or third time, you'll you probably clue, clue in that you're not really going to get drowned. Well, yeah, I would think after the 180th time. <laughs> yeah. So, it would probably you know, lose a lot of its punch. It would. It would continue to really be unpleasant and suck and all. But, I mean, but it, to some extent, it'd be like kind of diminishing returns, you know? You go, okay, 
five, four, three, two, right. one, breathe. Yeah, you, you can pretty much be guaranteed that you're not getting any additional information out of Mahmoud the terrorist. You you are just fucking with him. Okay, and, so what so what happens to the motherfucker who waterboarded that guy 183 times? All right, so here's the deal, and I'm I'm a, I'm a little wishy washy on this too. If they did it operating under a direct order of their supervisor, you know, they got a letter from essentially the president saying, do this thing. I can kind of, I can kind of see why one might let it slide. Granted, you know, I was obeying an order isn't an excuse anymore, and they should have a sense of right and wrong. I mean, if your direct supervisor told you to rape babies, you'd probably realize you were doing something wrong and you should be punished for it. But I, I don't know what's going to happen. Whoever whoever gave the order, though, man, that guy or those guys, they need to go down. Now, that's some bad shit. Yeah, no shit. And I don't know, maybe the people that actually performed it as well. But, you know, whoever was at the top who said, do this thing, they were torturing people. End of story. Yeah, that's that, ra- that sucks. righteously fucked up. Wow. So if there's no further Bone Bat shows and I have disappeared... It's been good knowing you all. <laughs> I'll send you some nose plugs next week. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, that'd piss me off, dude. Yeah, well, what the, what else pisses you off? What else pisses me off? You know, this week I don't have a lot that's pissing me off. I don't know why. I've got I've got Shit. You got you got nothing that pisses you I off. I got nothing that pisses me off this week. You know what? All right. Steve, turn turn off your headphones. I'm going to address our listeners for a second. Okay, hold on. Here here's what's going on. The new downloadable content for Left 4 Dead was released today. Steve is rushing through the show so we can get online and play the game because we haven't played it yet. So I would expect a lot of shortcuts like this throughout the show. Okay, go ahead, Steve. Turn it back on. Okay, I'm back. Now, that pisses me off that you would malign <laughs> my intentions regarding this show. Okay, here's here's something that pisses me off. And I, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, all right, I'm going to get a little personal. So uh, when uh, my daughter was three, she had open heart surgery to correct a hole in her heart. And uh, everything. Yeah, I, I tried to tell you, dude, that heart piercing thing, that's not cool. Yeah. Don't, don't so, let your kids so no, no, no. So she gets, she gets uh, er, the surgery goes well. Everything is fine. And, uh, you know, everything's going, everything's going great. And then this last week. Uh, one of the staples that is hold it, that was put in to hold her sternum together while her sternum heel like pops out. So God she's damn. got like this jutting metal thing sticking straight up from her sternum in her chest. So I've got to take my daughter in next Wednesday morning to have minor surgery done to have a staple removed from her chest, which that kind of pisses me off for. because you know I, I mean. Uh, these guys, the doctors, you know, they did a great job. They fixed her heart, which is an amazing thing. But, you know, this is going to cost a lot of money to have a staple removed. And that pisses me off a little bit. So that's, that's my you big, got it. that's my big, what pisses me off for this way. That would, that would piss me off. You've got to save that staple. <laughs> yeah. Like make a piece of jewelry out of it for her. So. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, put it like yeah. in a locket on a chain or in a piece of amber or something. Right. That'd be cool, especially when she's a little older. She's like, well, what's that? That's interesting. Oh, that's a staple they took out of my sternum. Right. But you know, I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, I love my daughter. I care for her so much. And, 
you know, I can't stand the thought of her being in pain or having something weird going on. And so, you know, this is the easiest kind of a medical problem to fix. This is like hardware, literally. It is hardware. It's pulling yeah. a nail. So, <laughs> I don't suppose you could get one of those stapler movers like from your office and. Yeah, just... I, I don't think that'd be a good idea. Okay. The the, the pocket knife, uh, isopropyl, and uh, staple remover. I, I'm not going to try it. We'll leave it to the tough. professionals. She's a tough okay. kid, yeah. So, uh, anyway, so nothing to worry about. She's fine, but uh, that that's pissing me off. We got to go into surgery next week, and uh, it's one you know one of those scary things when you're a parent. So, yeah, Dude, it's scary me. for me, and I'm not even her parent. Yeah, there you go. Wow, your your thing really makes my little what pisses me off look like shit compared to it. So it pisses you off. Oh, sternum hanging out of my daughter's. Oh, wait, stapling. <laughs> He had a sternum hanging out of her sternum. Stern- I can't even say it. Well, hey, you had to call me out on the left for dead thing, so I had to set your ass straight. <laughs> okay. Motherfucker. I've been shut down. God damn. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what pisses me off, and it's not nearly as grave as that, is uh, a little company I'll call Bank of America. God, I hate those guys. They they set me up with this this free checking account. They They pushed it on me. Because my business, my company, was using Bank of America to do all the business banking. Okay. And they're like, oh, oh, goody, hey, look, you know, you gotta, you're a business, we'll give you free personal checking. Like, no, I had Bank of America checking. It was always shitty. No, no, it's free, it's free, it's free. So, okay, what the hell, I use Bank of America checking. All of a sudden, I start getting charged for this checking account. So I, I try to call, which is absolutely fucking impossible because... You know, it, it rings forever. Then you get somebody in Pakistan or something. So I finally go to the bank, which is, you know, conveniently located in a supermarket. What a rinky-dink operation this is. I mean, what is Bank of America now, anyway? And I go in to talk to the people, and I'm, I'm like, hey, what, why why are you charging? And what it boiled down to, first of all, no one, no one knows. No one can figure anything out. Because my company's headquartered in one state and I'm in another state. Like, oh, well, that, you know, we can't talk to that Bank of America. <laughs> yeah, fuck. But finally, they, they decide that the reason I'm getting charged is because I don't have direct deposit. <laughs> Did it say totally free checking unless you don't have direct deposit? Is that part yeah, of the campaign? It, no, it was totally free checking because you have a business account. So I, I said, why would I have direct deposit? I, I, it's my company. I own the company. When I want money, I write myself a check from the company. I don't, I'm not going to have the company, you know, pay some service to have the company automatically direct deposit money into, it just makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> so, so it, what's it, it the upshot? What, what, what's happening now? What's happening now is I exercise a little bit of restraint and I did close my account I said, well, you know, this obviously doesn't make any sense. But the restraint I showed was, they said, oh, well, how come? I didn't say, because I'm tired of dealing with people that are pants on head stupid. No, I just said it doesn't make any sense to have this account. And they're like, well, we could waive the fee for six months. I'm like, no, I don't want a fee at all. Fuck you. Yeah, it's called free checking. What the yeah, fuck? I actually took all my money out and closed, closed the account, like right there on the spot. It was That was kind of gratifying. Like, no, close it. Give me all my money. I'm done. <laughs> Want this ATM card? I'm not going to use it. Does best, and they're and they're like, "Well, do you have an account with us, dude?" Since 1986, and I'm like flipping down my my little cards. You know, I got this, and I got this, and I got this. A business account. They should be kissing my ass. 
They yeah. should be like blowing me in this economy when banks yeah. are going under. Yeah, not nickel. And you know what? They were charging me like six bucks a month. Like, come on, seriously. My business. You can't. You can't just look the other way on that six bucks a month for the the amount of business I'm giving you guys. So kiss yeah. my ass, Bank of America. I'm do- I'm done. I divorced thee. I divorced thee. I divorced thee. That'll teach him. The only reason we had a business account there anyway is because there was some hot Croatian woman working in one branch that charmed my business partner into signing up. <laughs> Never happened again. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that you've got that sorted. So listen, uh, we've got a, uh, a, vo- a pissed off, what pisses us off, voicemail from Sweet. our buddy. Our buddy Vaughn at Motion Picture Massacre has fired back in, and uh, he's got a few words to say. So here we go. Oh, the, the, the would-be mailman, postal yeah, this delivery is, person? Yeah. Yeah, the guy who went postal on your ass last time. <laughs> okay. So here Bring he it. is. Bro, you're welcome. Uh, hey, guys. It's Vaughn here. Um, in the lush marsh that is Florida, I'm on vacation, and I have something that I kind of, I guess it pisses me off just a little bit. Not that much, but waiting in lines, especially in Disney World or Disneyland, wherever the hell this is. I don't know. Fucking Walt Disney's splendid idea of, let's see, let's get the rubes to come out of their homes and see the world and ride on rides and play with these uh, characters and whatnot. Uh, waiting in lines for everything. Fuck. Ass. I, I can't stand it. I, 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 I mean, especially waiting in the sun and heat. I'm a, and if you know me, I'm a big guy. I'm not rotund, but I'm a, a big guy. And uh, I have a tendency to be a little sweaty. I have to wait in a hot place for a lot more than five minutes. Uh, yeah, I, I don't sound that pissed because maybe because I'm on vacation and I'm kind of relaxed. The last four days I've kind of just relaxed and walked around. Waited in a lot of fucking lines. And that just kind of annoys the hell out of me to no, to no bear. But I mean, like, if you're going to wait, you know, you wait 90 minutes for a ride, it's going to be five minutes, but it's okay. Yeah, it sucks. But if you wait 90 minutes for a ride, it's actually really good. Uh, it's worth the wait. But that's a lot of bullshit, I think. Whatever. Who knows, you know? It's all a bunch of garbage. And uh, I like how the fact that you guys kind of just completely ramshackle me. Oh, not you, Steve. More Gord, because he's a, he's a douchebag fucking mutant from California. Uh, I'm going to make my whole house, my whole house in the mailboxes, you know what? And, and I hope you can't get into the goddamn thing, because you can't figure out which fucking door is your, uh, your, the entrance to your home, you scumbag piece of shit. You know, goddamn Californians with your eco-friendly this and their fucking, and their vegan tofu that, fucking horse shit garbage, you fucking, you can't even see the sun because you're fucking... Your clouds are covered in smoke. You, you, it's like fucking Blade Runner there. You know, you're filled with enough, enough Mexicans to kill a to kill a horse and make it into, ch- into tacos. Fucking bastard piece of shit. I mean, you know, Seattle's no better, but I'd rather be in Seattle than California. Um, nobody, I mean, just leaving a message. Uh, yeah, see? See, I'm on vacation. I haven't been leaving many messages. You scumbag word, I hate your guts. I like you, Steve, though. All right. But that, I'm out. What, did he fall off a ride? What happened? <laughs> I'm not sure what he fell off of. Oh, what? shit. He's What kind of a lunatic calls some obscure <laughs> podcast in the middle of his vacation at Disneyland? I love how he's, he's like, so relaxed. And he's sitting there. He's like, yeah, 
And you know, it kind of pisses me off being in the lines. And that cocksucker fucking mother gourd piece of shit. <laughs> he just flips his switch on your ass. That was awesome, dude. Well, before we go, before we go any further, I just want to say to our Mexican listeners, las opiniones de Vaughn son solamente sus la propias y no reflejan la opiniones o los valores de la generencia de el Bonbat Show. Los lacayos de o subsidiarios enteramente poseídos. Mi pene es tan grande como un autobús. So I have it under <laughs> good authority. So I have that on good authority that, that that disclaimer will save us from being sued by any of our Mexican listeners. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, Vaughn. So the, yeah. in, the interesting thing about this is he seems to have forgotten that, like, this is coming right after we just did this episode that we put off for six months out of respect to Vaughn. That's right. We did. So our last wow. episode, you know, we didn't do the disappointment episode for a long time because we wanted to give Vaughn some space. And here he's calling you a scumbag piece of shit. Where's the love? I ask you. Not there, but, I, you know, I'm going to maybe it's kind of a, a backwards love thing. I, Okay. Enough Mexicans <laughs> like, like back to door, kill, oh, back door love. Not back door love. I'm sure he'd like that. Vaughn's trying to give you some back door love. I, I'm not really sure about that, dude. It's like he became completely discombobulated over the course of leaving that message. It, it, he got clubbed by Goofy or something. Uh, that, and I bet it's the humidity. It's not just the heat; it's the stupidity. Yeah, <laughs> the humidity in Florida, I'm, I'm sure, had something to do with it. Well, so, as always, wait, I want to I want to go back to this. Enough Mexicans to kill a horse. And turn it into tacos. Yeah, bring that up some more, because I already had to leave a disclaimer. <laughs> well, no, I want to address that. <laughs> uh, first of all, how many Mexicans is that? I'm thinking between one and three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not many to kill a horse and make it and into we, tacos. We, we have more Mexicans than that in California. <laughs> and I'm, you know what else? I'm fine with that, because I don't particularly like horses, and I do particularly like tacos. <laughs> Same here. I can, I so, can concur that with that. We could use we could use more Mexicans and fewer horses, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> as long as there are tacos involved. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. And even if there are no tacos involved. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for calling, Vaughn. As always, we do appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Vaughn. Um, we'll send the Mexican-American anti-defamation <laughs> your way. We'll <laughs> discuss how many of them it takes to make a horse taco and... Pick it outside a, uh, a formerly employed postman's house. <laughs> That's uh, Massacre de Pelicula at... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, let's, let's take a little... <laughs> let's take a little musical break. Uh, kick some fuzz tones. This is a new song off of the their uh, 2009 album, brand new album called Horny as Hell. This song yeah. is called Garden of My Mind. We'll be right back. Come with me, I know you'll find peace in 
my friends is the fucking fuzz tones fuzz <laughs> that's some good shit right there how'd you like the yeah. horn section there oh man awesome horns isn't that pretty cool because uh yeah. previously they always had kind of had you know guitars and the the kind of horn touch is a newer thing for them and i, I think i'm really enjoying it it's kind of cool yeah it's working it's working for them so you know, uh, Go ahead. That's one of those bands that I actually turned you on to. It is actually, and I remember, yeah. but but it was kind of, it was kind of we discovered them at the same time. Now, what was the name of that record store in Ashland? Oh, what was that? Roses or something? No, I thought it had some kind of a geeky deal, like, like, I don't know, Bilbo's Urethra or Middle Earth <laughs> Records or something like that. Gandalf's Hemorrhoid. <laughs> Maybe it did. Schmegel's Schwinkter? Smegel, Smegel's, Smegel's Schwinkter? I don't know. How do you say that shit? Smegel's Smegma. <laughs> Smeagol? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It did have one name, and then they became some other name store. Right, they they and had like, store, yeah, they had like, like incense and shit. They had like a lot of hippie stuff and incense and Renfair blouses. Right, which are any fun to look at unless they're on a busty Renfair chick. <laughs> What's wrong with the busty Renfair chick? Nothing. I'm just saying the blouse itself doesn't do anything for me. Oh, okay. I'm podcasting topless right now. <laughs> well done. Okay, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about the Fuzz Tones. The story of the Fuzz Tones began uh, in about 1975 when guitarists and singer Rudy Protrudy and keyboardist Debonair moved their band uh, called uh, Tina Peel, which was a 60s-influenced bubblegum punk band, of all things. They moved from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, to New York City. Uh, they were kind of hot on the punk rock trail, and uh, they started playing around New York on uh, some of the sleaze pits like CBGB's and Max's Kansas City and the Mud Club. Uh, and uh, as, they, as they were playing, uh, they, they had a little bit of a following, but they weren't huge. And... Uh, Rudy kind of wanted to play uh, some of the like psychedelic garage music that he had grown up playing. And so he decided to start a new band called the Fabulous Fuzz Tones, which would open for Teen Appeal. And evidently the first show that they played, the Fabulous Fuzz Tones got such a better response than Teen Appeal did that they immediately jumped Teen Appeal and started uh, pursuing the Fuzz Tones full time. They dropped the Fabulous and just went with the Fuzz Tones. Uh, they played around New York City for a couple of years, uh, released in uh, 1984 their uh, 
first single, which was called Bad News Travels Fast. It's a great tune that actually uh, there is a, a new version of it on Horny as Hell, the latest release. Not long after that, they released the Leave Your Mind at Home EP uh, in 1984. Uh, did more touring in New York City, built a little bit of a following, which allowed them to hit the Midwest. They did some Midwest tours and started working on uh, their first full length, which would be called Lysergic Emanations, which is uh, the album Gordon and I are talking about. Indeed. So this uh, album was released, and uh, not I guess not long after, they got asked by The Damned to open for them on a uh, European tour. And so they went over to Europe and uh, toured with the Damned for a while. Lysergic Emanations was released over there and actually made it to number two on the charts, which, if you've heard the album, it's a fantastic album. The uh, The cover of it is like this full, full-color comic booky picture of a zombie versions of the band in a graveyard, complete with the, the Vox guitar, which would become their trademark. Uh, and the, it's got such fantastic songs on it. Strict Nine, we've already mentioned. Uh, Ward 81 is a fantastic song. Uh, She's Wicked is another classic. Like, every song on this album is fantastic. And if you're a fan of rock and roll, frankly, you need to own the fucking thing. It's, it's just that good. I never get tired of listening to this, this album. It came out a couple of years ago that was re-released in CD form with a bunch of extra tracks, like six extra tracks on it. It's well worth chasing down. So Lysergic Emanations by The Fuzz Tones, uh, released in 1986 in the U.S. Pick that shit up now. After that, toured, continued to tour Europe, and then <laughs> shortly thereafter, the band just basically imploded. Uh, the, there was some kind of romantic entanglements amongst the band members that eventually resulted in the band folding and so it broke up for the first time uh and it's a kind of a pattern the the fuzz tones would would reform you know they've been around for 29 years now and they've they've broken up and reformed several times uh they are prolific as all get out i think over a 29 year career they have appeared on 62 vinyl and cd releases including at least 13 albums, countless singles, and compilations. Uh, a few of the other albums uh, that are worth checking out, Creatures That Time Forgot came out in 1989. Uh, I've got that one as well, and it's very cool. There's a release that was called Songs We, Caught, we Taught the Fuzz Tones, which was actually a, a compilation of a lot of the cool garage rock originals that the Fuzz Tones have covered. So that is another really cool, uh, it's a double CD, a very cool thing. Then they got signed in 89 to uh, RCA Records and Beggar's Banquet and actually had their one uh, major label release called In Heat. In 91, they released Braindrops. Uh, Monster Agogo came out in 1991, which was a, uh, interestingly enough, kind of a Halloween-themed garage rock album. So it's all a lot of covers, things like The Witch uh, and She's Wicked and uh, other tunes on it that are all kind of a creepy vibe to them. Yeah, Jack the Ripper, Charlotte's Remains, Dinner with Drac, Night with the Phantom, The Witch, Happy Halloween, Cellar Dweller, She's My Witch, Going to the Graveyard, Another Vampire. So it's all horror-themed stuff. Very cool. And then uh, 2004, uh, Salt for Zombies came out on Sin Records, uh, the first released on Sin Records, who they're with today. Uh, 2005, they released a compilation called LSD 25, 25 Years of Fuzz and Fury. And uh, also, something I've got to find, check this out. In 2006, they released the Fuzz Tones Boom, 
which was a 10-inch EP CD that was a, a tribute album to the Sonics. Are you familiar with the Sonics that much, Gord? Yeah, well, a little, only what you've given me, yeah. but I didn't know they did that. Yeah, garage rock band from Tacoma, who is, is fantastic, and they're actually playing uh, June 6th in Long Beach uh, with the Sonics, which has got to be very cool for them, I would think. So, yeah. Anyway, so then, then their final release uh, in February of this year on No Fun Records in the U.S., Horny as Hell, which uh, has, as I mentioned, a number of new songs, also a few uh, remade uh, versions of previous songs. So some of the things that you can expect to see, She's Wicked and Ward 81, which I mentioned, uh, Highway 69 also, uh, 99th Floor, which I believe is uh, it's an old uh, Billy Gibbons, who is with ZZ Top now, a song from him when he was with the Moving Sidewalks. And uh, Bad News Travels wow. Fast, their first single is also on here. So it's got a nice mix of new tunes plus some remakes of some old ones that are kind of remixed. And some of them have horns on them, so it's pretty cool shit. Uh, and then uh, something just want to mention that for once, we've got a band uh, on the show right before they're hitting, the t- they're going to be on tour. So uh, June 8th, they're hitting Sacramento. And uh, June 13th, they're going to be here in Seattle. I'm going to definitely try to get out to that show. So uh, Nice. I'm pretty fired up about that shit. I'm actually take, thinking of taking my daughter to her first rock concert. So I think that'll be cool. It's an all-ages show, see a garage band. There probably won't be a mosh pit that'll get her killed, so it might be a fun evening. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe they could sign her staple. That would be, <laughs> that'd be fucking awesome. So, yeah, they'll be touring all around the U.S. this summer. Uh, check them out, please. And uh, like I said... Uh, the first album, Lysergic Emanations, and the latest album, Horny as Hell, are both fantastic. As we always say, support independent music. If you dig what you're hearing on the show, pick it up. It's great shit. And uh, thanks again to the Fuzz Tones and Rudy Protrudy, one of the greatest rock and roll names, I've got to say. Oh, indeed. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? I've always loved that name. Anyway, thanks to uh, Rudy and the Fuzz Tones. Let's take another quick break and listen to another tune. Uh, This is She's Wicked off of the latest release, Horny as Hell. And uh, we'll be right back in a minute with tonight's theme.
Hey, this is Jay. Stewie D. KC. Questionable Mike. And Trouble. From the Obscure 80s Show. And you're listening to Stephen Gore of the Bone Bat Show, where everything pisses them off. Especially me. And we're back. We're back. Thanks again, Fuzz Tones. Great shit. You know, my beer of the evening, Gord. What is your beer of the evening? Is uh, from Rogue Dead Guy Ale. Man, this is good shit. Got I've got those, that sweatshirt. I've got one of those big ass bottles of it. It's delicious. Yeah. I gotta say. Nice. Yeah, since I spilled a dark, dark Guinness on the new white carpet, I've been sticking to lighter fare. <laughs> IPAs and such. <laughs> You've been sticking to Seven Up and other in cleansers. Yes, water. <laughs> Your wife no longer allows you to drink anything that doesn't actually clean something. Right. I've been drinking like four oh nine. Oh shit. So the theme for tonight, my my birthday week is this week, and uh, it kind of got me thinking. And you know, you you tend to look back a little bit, and ruminate on lessons that you've learned through your life. And so I thought, uh, what could be better than to give you kind of the bone bat guide to life? Uh, the guide to life. A few rules that, that Steve and Gord think uh, you'd be well worth uh, knowing that will help your life go a little easier. What? Uh, how else would you put it, Gord? Oh, just a good way to live. Maybe maybe not things that always makes your life go easier, but, but good rules to live by, so... Maybe your afterlife will be a little easier. You won't get <laughs> raped in the ass by a, a thorn penis devil in the next fight. You can guarantee that just by listening to this episode and follow following these few easy steps. If if that does happen to you and you follow these steps, I guarantee you get your money back. <laughs> they gotta Everything come looking you for you though, show. right? <laughs> Very good. All right, so uh, do you want to start, dude? Yeah, sure, I'll start. Here, here's a little piece of advice, boys and girls. It's always a good idea to have a couple of good insults at your disposal. Just just think them up and then save them for when you need them. Because when you really need an insult, it's it's good to have a good one. And you have to have one for men and one for women. Uh, if you're insulting a woman, one I prefer is hairy nipple bitch or dyslexic lesbian whore. You just throw a whole bunch out there and it, it, it kind of stops them. they got to think about all that and then you can... You know, run or get a beer or whatever you're doing. And for a guy, it's not as it's not as uh, complex as all that. You just have to go gross, as, as gross as you can think. And it usually has to be some sort of a command, like "eat the corn out of my shit." It just if you can throw those out there when you need them. Now think of your own. Don't use mine. I'm saving those <laughs> for next time I'm pulled over. That's my piece of advice. What what's your what do you got? Okay, but before we get into mine, I'd just like to say yeah. to our lesbian listeners. Las opiniones de Gord <laughs> son solamente sus la <laughs> Well, what about to our, our dyslexic listeners? Here you go. Okay, here, here's what I've got to say. Here's a couple of things. If you're going to leave the house, put on some fucking pants. Unless you're a, a Scott. I just, you know, it, people at, at the fucking grocery store that clearly aren't exercising, wearing sweats or pajama bottoms, Put on some fucking real pants. Have a reason to get up in the morning. Act like you have a purpose in life. What the fuck is it with people not wearing real pants out in public places? God, oh, that I, pisses me off. I noticed the man skirts occasionally. It kind of oh, tore me up. God what about shorts? Damn. Is that okay? No, shorts are fine. Skirts are fine. 
You know, okay. anything that's actually like you put some thought into putting it on. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. All right, here, I'm, I'm going to tone it down a bit. I get a little serious. Here, here's a little piece of advice for, uh, for you guys out there uh, that, are, that are trying to understand the fairer sex. If you listen closely enough to women, sometimes they will actually tell you what they want. And the answer is almost never to give you a blowjob. <laughs> almost never. Almost never. <laughs> in addition to that, I don't know if it's that. You know, this is in life in general, but whatever you're doing, act like you've been there before and take your time. Oh, so we're still talking about sex. It could be whatever, but yes, it certainly <laughs> pertains. Yeah, okay, I can, I can see that. Yeah, you know what? That kind of goes with one of my pieces of advice is just keep trying new things. You, you, you never know when you're going to stumble onto something that you hadn't tried before that could become, you know, a fetish or, you know, something you, you really get into. And if you stop trying new things, you're going to miss out on that. I swear to God, before my wife hooked up with me, she didn't know about avocados. She didn't eat olives. I mean, there, there's a whole world out there that you, you got you to gotta experience that said, it's probably best to keep shit out of your ass. <laughs> Steve's got to laugh. I don't know where that came from. That just popped into my head. I didn't have that on the show notes. At least stuff that may, you know, put you in the hospital <laughs> trying to remove it. Because then we're going to have Nurse Jack yeah. on the show and he's yeah, going to talk about Jer- Nurse Jack. And Nurse Jack's got some fucking stories, people. Mm. Believe you me. He's, he's removed a lot of some things out foreign of objects out of some people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, speaking of, speaking of bad smelling, uh, never, never refuse an offered breath mint. People aren't trying to share breath mints with you because they're tasty and want you to enjoy the flavor. Someone offers you breath mint, take them up on it, okay? <laughs> and, you know, while we're not passing things up, never pass up a reasonable opportunity to get laid. Yes, and reasonable is the the important word there. Exactly. Yeah, there, there, you know, there are, there are times, times when you may be offered go, to, Yeah, <laughs> you may have an opportunity where, you know what, it's not reasonable, it may be a problem. On the other That's hand, right. there's no such thing as being too tired if you're a fucking guy. That's right. Good lord. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, back to that reasonable thing. Think, always think it through a little bit. Just because the sheep is dead doesn't necessarily mean... <laughs> sheep, manatee, whatever. Whatever. Then <laughs> that goes back to something I always tell Steve. Don't fuck dead animals. <laughs> and you know, I have managed to keep that in mind now for... 27 years. Good. Good. <laughs> the hamster wasn't dead when I started fucking. <laughs> no, when I started. Actually, dust fur. <laughs> A hamster fur. Where are you going with this? I don't know. <laughs> Just wrap them. Wrap your hamsters in duct tape so they don't explode. So, and always, always cut away from yourself. Yeah, that's one of those rules you tell yourself, you tell your kids, and still you end up just, every once in a while, you you end up scarring yourself. Right. And, and you know, something else that kind of goes, not with that perfectly, but, you know, whenever possible, use the right tool for the job. Absolutely. Don't don't be a jackass about your tools. Don't try to, like, turn a nut by whapping it with a hammer or something. Get a proper wrench on there. Right. 
don't don't stir your martini with an actual screwdriver. <laughs> Damn straight. What else do we What else do we got here? Uh, this isn't really necessarily funny, but keep your promises. If you make a promise, keep it. And the corollary to that is try not to promise anything. <laughs> now wait a minute, though. Doesn't that directly con- contradict uh, one of your points here that at some point you always have to commit? Yeah. <laughs> no one said you your rules for living can't contradict each other. <laughs> at some point, you're going to have to commit, but that doesn't mean that at every point you it have does, to commit. It doesn't mean that that point is now. No, that's right. Leave your options open. Find, figure out if it's a reasonable chance of getting laid. <laughs> and if you fuck up, fuck up large. Don't don't go half-assed into it. <laughs> and that, well, that that's something. I think you touched that on on uh, later but uh, I absolutely agree with is when you fuck up and you will admit your mistake and move on to the next one I absolutely oh. agree with that yeah, absolutely when you blow it just just point you know point it out say look yeah I, I did that yeah there, there's no point in hiding your errors they're gonna happen learn from them and move on yeah within reason you don't necessarily have to point out the dead hooker to the authorities <laughs> Here's a little observation I've made. If you're if you're a religious person, a little bit religious or very religious, just pray to communicate with God. Don't pray to show off. Just pray to do whatever you're doing to pray. And God doesn't actually speak Old English. <laughs> if you're going to pray, you don't need to say thou hast. Just talk, okay? Jesus spoke Aramaic, for God's sakes. The difference between adding a couple of these and thous and talking like you regularly do, it won't matter. He's God. He's God. He can understand. How about this? Unless you are family or a close personal friend, do not ask me to fucking help you move. Don't ask me to help you move even if you are family or friend. <laughs> That's the deal, man. I Like, you, ever since you've known me, I've owned a pickup truck. That's right. And I've had but people... everybody asks you I've had the move. slimmest of fucking acquaintances ask me to help them move. Occasionally I have, but more often I haven't. But mostly it just pisses me off. So that's kind of an asshole move. So, you know, in general, don't be an asshole. That's right. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Uh, and, you know, if we could just we could stop right there because really one of, the, one of my life lessons is make your point, then shut up. <laughs> but I've got a couple more. What okay. about never cut your own hair? <laughs> Hey, fuck you. This haircut looks good. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> Never cut your own hair. <laughs> How about this one? 90% of everything is crap, and just because it's popular doesn't mean it's good. Like your haircut. <laughs> or acid wash jeans. Uh, exactly. Speaking of acid, pour acid into water, not the other way around. Which kind just of acid? Any acid. Pour it into water. <laughs> Don't pour water into acid. It shit will blow up and burn you. And while we're talking about chemistry, don't play with mercury. It's really cool looking. Just leave it alone. Don't touch it. Every couple of years, there's some story about, oh, some kids found mercury. They played with it. One kid tried to smoke it. Now they're all dead. Leave mercury the fuck alone. It's dangerous. But the blasting caps. What about the blasting caps? Don't bite them. If you find those. Don't bite blasting caps. Can you hit them with a hammer? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) As long as there's no mercury in them. How about this? Save early, save often. Oh, yeah. That's right, man. I don't know how many hours of my life I have wasted, either on business documents that have gone kablooey, thank you, Calvin, or uh, 
you know, video games that I've wasted four hours of my life because I forgot to fucking save. So save yeah, your that, shit. That's trash. Especially now that everything, you know, we are more computer oriented than ever. Save your shit. Save. Save. See, I thought you were talking about saving money and I was going to go on about compounding interest, but no, you're not. <laughs> no, not at all. Dude, how about this? Pay your taxes. Because the government will catch up to you and you will you will be in trouble. You will be sad if if you don't pay your taxes. Just just pay your damn taxes. <laughs> and that, that goes, for, I guess, pay everything you owe the government because that goes to things like parking tickets and speeding tickets and any kind of fines. Just pay them. Unless you're leaving the country and never coming back, just pay them. Trust me, it, it'll be bad if you don't. Especially if you're running for office, say. Pay fucking taxes. You don't want to be like head of the Department of Treasury or something and then find out you never paid your taxes. It, it's bad. Question authority. Question authority. Yes. Absolutely. But if you're dealing you can with do it, You can do it respectfully. But you can't just assume that everybody knows more than you just because they're in a higher position of power. Yeah, oftentimes they don't. And the government will lie to you. <laughs> They'll lie to you like motherfuckers. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what else? Dude, don't invade Russia in the wintertime. <laughs> don't get involved in a land war in Asia. Don't get involved in a land war. Exactly. <laughs> Good God. Wait your turn. Wait your fucking turn. Dude, I was just in line at picnic day, standing in line to get some tickets for something, and they moved the line, and like 20 fucking people cut in front of the other people that were moving. And the, the, the Aggie hosts, you know, the wannabe Davis Renicops, who just kind of stood there and watched it happen. Piss all over you people. One of you people, I actually, once we were in the theater, I walked by and farted on you. <laughs> Speaking of uh, bodily uh, expulsions... Always tie your shoes before you enter the men's room. Oh, not God, the other yes. way around. Oh, yeah, you don't want to have to tie those after you drug them through. Exactly, and most men's rooms are fucking shitholes. Let's face it. <laughs> That's what they're there for. Oh, my God. No, they're not there to be, like, just horrible. No, but they're there to be shitholes. But how do they get that bad? Do people just, I don't know, pissing all over the floor and shit on the walls? I, I never get that. How bathrooms get so fucked up? That's just beyond me. That's not my bathroom. I actually do calisthenics while I'm urinating. <laughs> Keep your chin away from the floor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's probably a good Keep idea. Chin away from my calisthenics. Another rule for a living is when you're doing calisthenics in the calisthenics in the men's room, keep your chin off the floor. <laughs> wow, that's that's about all I got. Can you think of any other uh, rules for life, there, Steve? That's about what I got. But I did uh, put it out to our friends on Twitter, and I got a classic from Chinubis. Uh, never whistle while you're pissing. Oh, brilliant. That's that's right. A mind divided against itself won't do either thing very well. You know that's from a book, right? Uh, no, I didn't. What book is it from? Yeah, from uh, the Illuminati. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and, and it's a good piece of advice. I've actually dispensed that advice before to someone who had trouble doing things like walking and chewing bubble gum at the same time. <laughs> awesome. So that's uh, the rules of life we have so far anyway. Uh, if you've got any rules that you'd like to, us to add to our uh, list, uh, give us a call, 206-203-3115, or email us at steve at com. We'd like to hear any additions you have to our, uh, what are they, would it be corollaries or... Well, they could be corollaries. They could be their own their own 
things, additions or corollaries. Oh, and one more, if you're drunk and you think something is a bad idea, if you're, you're hammered and you go, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Dude, it is a very bad idea. Don't do it. All right. So, uh, multimedia triage, dude. Triage. Anything you've been digging on this week? Yeah, you know what I've been digging on? And I, I realize I am late to the table on this one, but i got to get a new thing to watch. I got free showtime, and I've started watching The Tudors. <laughs> the Tudors is badass. The Tudors is great. Every episode, there is some nudity, which is nice. There's generally some bloodletting. And it addresses a, a period of history that I am not familiar with, like most periods of history, because I went to public school. And I only knew Henry VIII as this kind of jolly, fat, drunk guy that occasionally lopped his wife's head off because they wouldn't bear him sons. Totally their fault. They earned it. And uh, this, like, is just... I, I, I didn't know any of this stuff. It's great. I'm learning history, and I'm getting to look at boobies and violence. So, pretty cool. <laughs> what, what season are you watching? The, the new one. I'm watching the new episodes. Oh, dude, you have to go back and watch season one and two because the actress who plays Anne Boleyn is fucking hot. Oh, sweet. Oh, my God. And yeah, I've got, I've a, I've got like, a thing yeah. for brunettes, too. So, you know, damn. Nice. Yes. So, there's that. Yeah, and I can watch it with my wife. My wife is into watching this, too. So, that's cool. Because she was not into watching the Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. You know, the interesting thing is I've, I've enjoyed almost every one of the HBO Showtime and Showtime series that I've watched. Deadwood was fucking awesome. Rome was great. What else? The Wire's very cool. Uh, we're a season or two behind on that. Entourage is pretty damn funny. On Showtime, Weeds is pretty great. Oh, and we've been watching lately Big Love, which is like the Mormon thing, and that's pretty yeah. entertaining. So the just some really quality shows that uh, I've been enjoying off of those two networks. They, they seem to do a great job on stuff, and they usually pick stuff out that's kind of different. And you know... If Game of Thrones is coming, fuck. That'll just be yeah. the be-all and end-all. I can't wait to see that shit on the screen. As long as it's well done. Oh, I think it will be. It better be. So, dude, Quantum of Solace, did you watch it? Yeah, I rented it. It was... I expected it to be terrible, and since it was only just kind of, eh, it was all right, I guess. But you see, I, I it thought... was one of those movies I watched, and I'm like, wait, who's that guy? Why is he doing this? I, if I saw it in a theater, I would have been that obnoxious. But why is he doing... Is he trying to... Who is he now? I just I just kind of let it wash over me, and then it was done, and I forgot all about it. Well, I, I don't know. I kind of... I expected more from it because I enjoyed Casino Royale. Oh, see, I knew... It was, Casino Royale was great. I knew this was just supposed to be total dog shit compared to Casino Royale. So I was ready. And so it starts out with a fucking car commercial. Didn't the first yes. 10 minutes of it, it looked like an ad. It did. Yeah, it, was it, a it wasn't a movie. Face. It was horse shit. But not as bad as what was that really terrible James Bond that was nothing but a big car commercial where they had the, the satellite in space that would shoot, uh, you know, a beam of concentrated solar energy down and chasing the car across the ice and it was just a, the whole like movie was a commercial I, I i don't know which one that was but this one was was that all over and then it jumps to like morocco or someplace where james bond is fighting like this guy in this little tiny hovel apartment which was in a direct ripoff from like the second born movie yeah it's like what the fuck you know what this is james bond james bond's not supposed to be ripping off born it's supposed to be the other way around and then, yeah, totally and then his love interest is like, looks like a fucking wet dog. 
Where did they get her at? <laughs> and 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 Jom Duty Dench or whatever her name is, she was the most pussy. She she you know normally that character's got a lot of steel, but she was just a, a wet blanket. In and then it ends with the preposterous big glass hotel exploding. Yeah, no, exactly why did they make a hotel out of propane tanks or whatever? <laughs> I have no idea, but it was just fucking idiotic, seriously. We will make the hotel, it will be 90% <laughs> propane tanks, and the rest will be glass. <laughs> I have a vision! Oh, by the way, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, we didn't say what happens to this. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> Uh, anyway, it wasn't worth seeing anyway. Quantum of Suckage was a piece of shit avoided at all costs. So what else? Hey, so did we actually close out Battlestar Galactica? I yeah, mean, we did. It's we done. sort of talked about it, but we didn't talk about what we thought about the end of it. We, we really have to go back then? Man, why not? People all might right, be wondering. Ahead. You know what I thought? I thought it was pretty damn good, but it basically made the entire last season superfluous. Yes. You could have just tacked those two yes. episodes on at the end of last season. They were milking paychecks like a motherfucker. Yeah, no. Are you going to watch Caprica? It comes out pretty soon. Fuck no. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. All right. I can respect that. Do you disagree, agree? What do you think? No, I agree. The only thing I'm really going to add is I did like the whole idea that there, those two were angels, that there was a, a Gaius-type angel and a, a Six-type angel. Because they weren't the... The, the floofy, happy, lovey, play a harp kind of angel. They were like the biblical angel angels that actually kick ass and take names and cause massive casualties and, you know, perform a mysterious being's bloody will. I thought that was kind of cool. Okay, but, but why were the original Caprica and the original Gaius worthy of having an angel's attention? That didn't make a lick of sense to me. No, that, because... Who gets angels' attention in the Bible? Man, this is like the Bible show for me, isn't it? It's it's like, you know, total rejects and outcasts and crazy guys. It's, it's a regular common man, oftentimes. It, first thing they say is, I'm not worthy. Well, the first thing Moses said is, who are you? But um, <laughs> Get the fuck off of my lawn. Because <laughs> he was what a grumpy old What are you doing fucker? to that bush? <laughs> Okay, so uh, Terminator Chronicles got canceled last week. Damn! Yeah, I don't know. I need a new series with robotic hot chicks to lust after because I got nothing now. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to get canceled. I, I, I didn't either. talked about it. And it's done. Wow. But fortunately, Summer Glau will probably be in a shitty half-hour romantic comedy on Fox within the next <laughs> Great. <laughs> Okay, what else? Hey, so I want to talk about a book I just read. Uh, Strain. Have you heard about this book? It's you coming sent out. me the book. Oh, okay. It's coming out later this summer from Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan. And, and that, this is how cool Steve and I are. He's already read the book. I have the book. You people out there in podcast land, you couldn't even buy this book if you had to. It's not out for you yet. But, I, but we're here to tell you about it. Right. Guillermo del Toro, who I'm in the fucking bag for this guy. Everything he does, I love. Pan's Labyrinth, Devil's Backbone, the Hellboy movies. I, that I just, thing with his tongue. <laughs> that guy's got original vision for fucking days. Kronos. I mean, just everything he's done, it's, 
you know, there's that thought that you should always go. I don't know who said this, but there's a quote that you should always go to a movie and expect to see something you've never seen before. And Guillermo del Toro delivers that shit in spades. And this is this new book that's coming out he did with Chuck Hogan, and it is a vampire the novel. No, it's a vampire novel uh, based where basically kind of the vampire is sort of like this this virus host sort of thing that infects people like a cancer and it results in them having like a stinger on their throat under their tongue which will eject out and suck blood and this plane lands in new york city and it just stops and nobody knows shit about it so they bring in the cdc they open the plane up and everybody in the plane is dead and there's a coffin filled with earth inside the hole that is not on any bill of lading. And soon thereafter, a vampiric infection starts to run rampant through Manhattan. The book is fucking riveting. It's an absolute page turner. It has a great spin on the vampire mythos. Just really great stuff. And I read it in about three days. I fucking loved it. And when it comes out, you've got to check this shit out. It's called The Strain by Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan. Fantastic book. It's the first, I think, of a trilogy. Check it out. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm going to check it. Okay. I just read a, I just read an old book by, oh, God, now I can't remember the name of the author, but it's uh, the book is Dirty Job. Same guy that wrote Fluke. Oh, Christopher Moore. Yeah, Moore. That's right. Anyway... I've read a couple of this guy's books before, and they were they were amusing, I guess. He's pretty I didn't funny, really yeah. like Fluke. Fluke was like a great half a book, and then the second half was just kind of a... <clears throat> but Dirty Job, brilliant. I, I've got to send props to Katie for making me read the book. Thank you. I haven't laughed out loud. Like, la- like sit there reading a book laughing out loud like a crazy guy in a long time. Since, maybe, since I read Skin Tight by Carl Hyacin great book love it read the book you won't be disappointed it's a fast read you'll laugh it's got some cool supernatural shit to it too yeah i like it dirty job yeah julie is a big fan of uh christopher moore and another one i know she's recommended is uh the stupidest angel which is a christmas zombie tale by him and it's supposed to be fucking hilarious as well so another one to keep an eye out for uh one thing uh, on the music front uh, the Super Suckers just came out with Double X, their 20th anniversary live concert. Uh, I, and I know we were just talking, I think, on the last episode about how oftentimes I'm not a big fan of live albums. This yeah. is a great live CD. The guitars are just fat and crunchy. And talk about a band just at the height of their powers. The, the version of Creepy Jackalope Eye alone is worth the price of admission. It starts out with the kind of the acoustic country version, and he makes you just wait for it forever until he hits the fucking power chords. Oh, it's so badass. And it ends with Born With A Tail, just a scorching version of that. It's it's great shit, and it's at a reasonable price. If you enjoyed our Super Sucker show, pick this up now. It's a great CD. That's what I got. Anything else? All right. No, that's that's what I got, too. Filthy well, let's ju- give them our filthy jokes and then get out of here. Filthy joke Kill of the week. Filthy All right. joke of the week. Filthy joke of the week. I'm going first. and I'm, I want to play some killing zombies, so I'm going to do a short joke. Do this thing. Guy goes to the doctor. Says, doctor, I don't know whether my wife has TB or VD. The doctor thinks for a minute. He goes, hmm, here's what you do. 
Chase her around the bed a few times. If she coughs, fuck her. <laughs> That's pretty good. This is funny because uh, I've got a joke on the similar vein today. So this right. guy goes into his doctor and he says, you know, doc, I, I got to admit, I'm having trouble in the bedroom. I just, I'm having trouble getting into it with my wife. And the doctor replies, well, you know, I used to have that problem and I, my friend, have got a solution for you. Here's what I do. When I get off work, I sprint to my car. I drive as fast as I can, swerve around, change lanes, whatever you do to, ha- to get home as fast as you possibly can. Uh, then I drive into the garage, slam on the brakes, kick the door in, I grab my wife, I rip her clothes off, and we do it right there on the kitchen floor, on top of the piano, by the dryer, wherever she happens to be. It is so exciting, it works every time. You should try it. Guy says, wow, that, that sounds interesting. I'll definitely give it a shot. So he comes back to the doctor a week later, and the doctor says, well, how'd it go? Guy says, oh, man, did it work. I did exactly what you told me, and I have never been so turned on in my life. By the way, you've got a really beautiful house. <laughs> I like it. So that's uh, our episode for this week, Bone Bat 24. 24 already, wow. Wow, jeez. Cool. So thanks again to the Fuzz Tones and Rudy Petrudi. Uh, again, go to No Fun Records and uh, buy a copy of their shit. They're a great band. Support independent music. Uh, new listeners. Uh, we continue to, to build our listenership. We got a yes. new We got a new iTunes review this week. Yes. So I wanted to actually, you know, we've never done this on the air. I wanted to read a couple of the iTunes reviews that we have and thank people. We, we get about one a month. So we are up to four now. <laughs> uh, and our uh, first one, uh, the only monthly podcast I listen to by VJK, who I think is our friend Vaughn. Uh, yeah, it's monthly, but that should not worry you all that much. Steve and Gord are great as a team. They make you feel like you're in the room with them. A very funny show that needs to be checked out. Which yeah, is we're not even in the room with each other. Which is pretty kind. Uh, yeah. January, we had uh, from Billy Fields, an old, old friend of ours. Wow. Is it juvenile? Is it vulgar? More importantly, is it even American? Why, yes to all three. <laughs> it is also a perfect slice of the everyday. Yep, this is what I like and this is what I hate. And boy, do I have a great joke for you sh- sort of show. They cover plenty of ground and have convinced me, well, Ska Mama actually, that it's okay to leave the butter on the counter. What the fuck, Bill? Come on. What? Well, Bill is a woman. I guess you're... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> keep it up. Finally revealed. Keep it up. It makes the commute fly by. From my friend Limo P, uh, lovely and delicious. I found myself enjoying these podcasts well after the fact. They go well with wild turkey. They probably actually get better with wild turkey. <laughs> Please keep up the lovely wordsmithing and delicious comedy. And then uh, last sure. week uh, from Swans, uh, this is a great show. S.J. Holitz and G.J. Calkins are entertaining and funnier than tits on a bull, which... That is about the highest compliment you could give us. Wow, that is funny too. Isn't that nice? So thank yeah, I you. That bull you had with the big knockers. So thanks to everyone who's taken the time to, to give us a review on iTunes. Uh, if you have the time and you enjoy what you listen to, please uh, give us a review on iTunes, Zoom Marketplace, or Zencast, or uh, just tell your friends about us. Uh, we, you know, we want to spread the bone bat love as far as we can. And uh, more listeners is fantastic. That's what we're looking for. So thank you yeah, all. You know, I, I had a, a person tell me that they enjoyed the show and they, they ask how to do a review on iTunes, to which I had to reply, I don't know. So if you can't figure out how to do a review on iTunes, please do a review somewhere else. Post a link. Do, you know, spread the word. We love you. Yeah. Or put it in your blog, wherever. Just let people know about us. That's, that's all we ask. One last thing. 
Last weekend, uh, something kind of cool, Dario and Snowy White from Radioactive Metal actually asked me, of all people, to be on their show to discuss uh, the scene, the current scene in Seattle heavy metal, which I thought was pretty fucking cool. So uh, that that episode just posted a couple of days ago. It's episode 81 of the Radioactive Metal podcast at radioactivemetal.net. Also, they are syndicated on Pure Rock Radio, and that is going to air... uh, well, before this uh, podcast will, but they do show, uh, they will be playing repeats probably, so uh, listen to uh, Radioactive Metal on Pure Rock, that's uh, pretty cool. Anything else, dude? Go to MightyWombat.com, look at my cartoons. When? Once a week, on Thursdays. Sweet. New contact on... <laughs> New content on Bonehand.com. I finished that whole Dead Guy Ale now. And it's funny <laughs> because my words aren't coming out nearly as, that as is concisely as they once did. Uh, so new content on bonehand.com every Sunday. Uh, please give us a call if you want to uh, submit something to the show at 206-203-3115 or steve at bonehand.com. Also, uh, you can uh, listen to my chitterings on Twitter. I'm bonehand. Uh, feel free to follow me there. Uh, let's see. I wanted to thank a Spot again, who we did send out his archive DVD of every episode. And uh, it ended, I got to say, it ended up looking badass with the label you did. That hey, was thanks. some good shit. And it's a one-of-a-kind label. It's got Bonebat double lot zero on it. And, uh, you know, just, I thought it was a pretty, it ended up a pretty cool thing. So are, are all you people envious who couldn't bother to give us a dirty joke? Well, you know what? There's probably another contest coming, so keep an ear peeled for that. And that's all I've got to say. That's it. I'm Steve. I'm Gord. Let's go kill some fucking zombies. They're dead already. Bye.
know, in general, don't be an asshole. That's right. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> nice. Wow. That had like a whole second stage to it.